I'm Dr. Anthony Bolus, and welcome to Healthy Dose. Last week, we discussed what the Zika virus is, who it affects, and what to do if traveling to an area with Zika. Dr. Heather Hogue, Director of Emergency Preparedness and Response at the Jefferson County Department of Health in Birmingham, Alabama, returns to Healthy Dose to help us learn ways to keep mosquito bites away and who to talk with if Zika is a concern. When you're looking at how to prevent mosquito bites, make sure that you're using an EPA endorsed product. You'll hear a lot of information about DEET. More to come on today's edition of Healthy Dose. This is Healthy Dose, brought to you by the McWhorter School of Pharmacy at Samford University. McWhorter School of Pharmacy, preparing pharmacists who transform lives. More on the web at samford.edu slash pharmacy. Welcome back to Healthy Dose. I'm Dr. Anthony Bolus. Last week, we talked about the symptoms of the Zika virus, how the virus can be transferred or received, what to do if traveling to an area where the virus is more prevalent, and the number of reported cases in Alabama at the beginning of October 2016. If you missed last week's episode, you can log on to our website at healthydose.org, where all of our past episodes are able to be accessed and listened to. This week, we bring back Dr. Heather Hogue, Director of Emergency Preparedness and Response at the Jefferson County Department of Health in Birmingham, Alabama, as she discusses the incubation period for the virus, ways to help prevent mosquitoes from your home or your body, and who to contact if you are unsure if you have contracted the Zika virus. First, Dr. Hogue explains the incubation period, or the period from exposure of the Zika virus to the time of initial symptoms, and how long the symptoms could last for a person infected. For someone who has the Zika virus, the incubation period, which is considered the time from exposure until symptoms, is not known, but it's likely thought to be a few days to a week. And then the illness is usually mild, uh, with the symptoms lasting for several days to a week. The Zika virus usually remains in the blood of an infected person for a few days, but it can be found longer in some people. Severe disease requiring hospitalization is, is just not that common, and deaths are rare. Dr. Hogue further elaborates that treatment of the virus is simply helping with the symptoms for up to a week. If you do have Zika virus or are confirmed and diagnosed, uh, your health care provider would get in touch with you to let you know. You're basically just treating your symptoms, you know, maybe the fever, the rash, the joint pain, and you can treat that with uh, over-the-counter medications like acetaminophen. It is important to take precautions at your home and in community areas to protect yourself and your loved ones not only from the Zika virus, but also from other mosquito-borne illnesses, as Dr. Hogue illustrates. I would advise right now, if you're listening and you're just thinking about your community or, or your family, you know, even if you haven't you know, planned to travel or, or go outside to travel to any of the areas that have had Zika issues, there are some simple things here at home that you can do uh, to protect yourself, uh, not only for Zika, but also other mosquito-borne illnesses uh, that we do have. Uh, one of those things I would recommend is just sort of looking around your home, looking around your yard, looking at some basic things that you can do to prevent mosquitoes from being attracted to where you are. For example, if you have any standing water around your home, you may weekly want to uh, take a look and empty anything that's holding water, uh, like old tires, buckets that might have water, uh, old toys, pools, bird baths, flower pots, just anything that could hold water because what that does is just create create an ideal situation for mosquitoes to breed around your home. Also, another thing, 
you might look at if you do have a septic tank, you may also want to look in making sure that it's repaired and in good shape and cover any open vents or pipes that might also attract mosquitoes. Also, we can look at you know what are some ways you can keep mosquitoes out of your home. Uh, as we go into the fall, obviously, we do see fewer mosquitoes, but at the same time, there are some easy things like making sure you have screens on your windows and doors and, and making sure that you you know don't have anything you might want to repair as far as your screens go to make sure that you're not letting mosquitoes come in. Another important aspect of mosquito prevention is using an EPA-approved repellent to help decrease the mosquito bites on you that Dr. Hogue explains. A couple of things I would like to mention is when you're looking at how to prevent mosquito bites, making sure that you're using an EPA endorsed product. You'll hear a lot of information about DEET. So CDC would recommend looking at your active ingredients when you're using your insect repellent. For example, DEET would be one that you could look for that would have an EPA endorsement on it. And if you're looking at percentages, sometimes we get that question, well, what percent is the best? And really the higher percentage of DEET just gives you a longer protection. So when you see different percentages on your DEET, you're really just uh, buying yourself how long your coverage would be with that repellent on. There are also some other products that, you know, aren't DEET. The picaridine, it's also known as KBR3023 or picaridine. So there's some different things. All of uh, eucalyptus, you'll see some different things out there that people have used for years, you know, for insect repellents. So I would just encourage you, you know, to keep updated with the website and and mosquito uh, type preventions and make sure that it has the EPA uh, endorsement on there as one that they would recommend to help prevent insect bites. It is important to seek out your health care provider, pharmacist, or local health department when it comes to finding out if you have Zika, as they can help guide you to the right treatment of choice, along with sending you to the right professional to get tested for confirming the Zika virus, as Dr. Hogue discusses. One of the things that when you have something new, Zika is sort of a newer virus now that people are going to look toward their health care providers. So there are some things that health care providers can do uh, to help. The first thing I would recommend is just knowing the symptoms of Zika. We've gone over a few, but just knowing the symptoms uh, like the fever, the rash, the conjunctivitis. If you're interacting with your patients, I would ask them about their travel history. So if they do come in and they do seem to have some symptoms and you're asking them some questions, one thing I would include right now while we're talking about Zika virus is what their travel history is. If they have traveled to a country that has Zika virus, this would be a great way for you to help intervene and help them out. By doing that, I would get them to their whoever their physician, healthcare provider is, and also from that, the healthcare provider would contact the local and state health department to look at testing and confirming whether or not they have been exposed to Zika virus or another mosquito-borne illness. Dr. Hogue closes out the Zika virus with a top five things to remember when it comes to it, along with where you can get more information about Zika. I would close with maybe five main points that I would like to make sure everyone understands when we're talking about the Zika virus. The first one would be that it is spread primarily through infected mosquitoes, but also be aware that you can get the Zika virus through sex. So, you know, make sure that if you have a travel history or you think you have a partner that has a travel history to make sure that you're using appropriate birth control, which would be condoms, to prevent the spread. The other thing I would mention is making sure that you have a good way to prevent mosquito bites, whether it's a DEET or whatever insect repellent that you choose to use that is EPA endorsed. Thirdly, I would look at, remind you about the birth defects. One of the big things that you see in the news and one of the reasons that we are trying to get the education out on this is because the Zika virus is linked with birth defects. So at risk are are pregnant women or women who are are planning to be pregnant. So we want to make sure that people are educated on how to prevent and and help uh, put some safeguards in so that they uh, do not get the Zika virus if they are pregnant. 
The fourth thing I would mention is looking at your travel history. If you have travel plans, just make sure you visit the CDC and have a conversation maybe with your travel health provider about where you're going and and let them uh, help you or or you can research that uh, and look at the travel advisories that CDC keeps updated. For any returning travelers, just be aware that you can have the Zika virus and during an incubation period, you could actually spread the Zika virus even though you feel fine, whether it's using condoms or making sure that you're not spreading that when you come back for a period of time. For more information on the Zika virus and how to stay updated, please check our website at jcdh.org. Also, there's great information, too, on the CDC website, which would be cdc.gov. Be sure to consult with your physician, your pharmacist, or your local health department when it comes to finding out if you have the Zika virus. For the last week of American Pharmacist Month, know your medicine, know your pharmacist. For Healthy Dose, I'm Dr. Anthony Bolus. You've been listening to Healthy Dose, brought to you by the McWhorter School of Pharmacy at Samford University. McWhorter School of Pharmacy, preparing pharmacists who transform lives. More on the web at samford.edu slash pharmacy. To learn more about this program or other episodes, go online to healthydose.org. Join us again this time next week for your next Healthy Dose.